We'd like to welcome you to our current event and weekly Bible study for August 15th, 2010. And today we're going to be mostly covering the subject of depopulation and what are they doing to the food and the water supply and beyond that to perpetuate this population reduction agenda. This is what we're going to be looking at today. So we're just going to start out with a little bit of an overview on that subject, and then we're going to get into some specific things that they're doing along those lines. The first article uh, we're looking at here is uh, from Prison Planet, and it's entitled The Population Reduction Agenda. The elite agenda for global depopulation control is not a conspiracy theory. It is on record and documented. There is still a large number of people amongst the general public and academia, and especially those who work for the corporate media, who are still in denial about the on-the-record stated agenda for global population reduction, as well as the consequences of this program that we see unfolding. We have compiled a compendium of evidence to prove that the elite have been obsessed with eugenics and its modern-day incarnation, population control, for well over 100 years, and that goal of population reduction is still in full force to this day. In the third world, Ted Turner has contributed literally billions to population reduction, namely through the United Nations programs. Now again, we keep talking about how it seems like the United Nations always, more and more and more on a regular basis, keeps rearing its ugly head. Whenever it comes to evil, whenever it comes to a one world government, one world political system, one world economic system, one world religious system, isn't it funny how the United Nations always gets injected into that, and it makes sense because the Bible predicted it was going to be this way, and the United Nations is the most logical instrument to make that happen. So, leading the way for the likes of Bill and Melinda Gates and Warren Buffett, uh, Gates' father, has long, who has also been a leading board member of Planned Parenthood and a top eugenicist. We talked a lot about Planned Parenthood last week. Uh, many of the companies that are... Uh, that are actually participating in that. Uh, I had put that out last week about PayPal, and I've taken PayPal off the the, the uh, donation link in any of my headers. I've still got to get it off the website because I needed to finish this study before I got into that. And hopefully, this will be it'll be off this week. Uh, but as we had stated last week, PayPal is actually a corporate. Um, sponsor for Planned Parenthood, as well as eBay and uh, Wells Fargo Bank. They all work together, and among many, many, many other companies that we went over last week. I uh, had a lady, Carrie S., emailed me, and she said, she sent me a link of an article for One News Now regarding PayPal's involvement with Planned Parenthood, Muslim donations, and gay activism donations as well. So now we've got PayPal's involvement with Planned Parenthood, Muslim donations, and gay activism donations. If you're using them in a ministerial capacity in order to take donations, how could that not bring a curse on you? And I'm talking to myself chiefly because here I am, I've had that for a long time. Now, was I aware of any of it? Absolutely not. But, you know, there's a lot of things we can do that are going to hinder us, and we may not know about them. And again, my children are destroyed for lack of knowledge, Hosea 4, six. And this is why we have to, when we learn something, we need to act on it and not just go along as though nothing happened. Because then God will really hammer you if you do that.
Because then you're responsible. To whom much is given, much is required. So, she goes on to say, here is a link to the re- recommended replacement, evidently from this article. You can research them and see for yourself. They have no involvement with these sort activities, for now anyway. Uh, and it's www.g, or www dot g, letter g, pal, p-a-l, gpal, dot n-e-t, dot net. Okay, so there's the one. Now, when I did get a response back from Life Decisions International, they're the ones that put out that list. It is $20 to purchase the list, but I think if you get other copies, they come way, way, way down in price. And you have to go to their website to do that. I gave you all the, the information on that last week. Their website is www.fightpp.org. Planned Parenthood. Can you say something? Oh, um... So, that's Life Decisions International. And they said, we apologize for the phone problems, because remember how I had said they cut me off? And it was a phone problem. I shouldn't have said anything, because I was judging before a matter before I heard it. So, it says, we apologize for the phone problems. We've had bad storms coming through twice daily, and the phone systems keep crashing. It says, we have been using, now the one they use is www.prestobiz.com. P-R-E-S-T-O-B-I-Z, prestobiz.com. And they said they've been using them for about a year and have never had a problem. Another good one, they said, is www.unitedbankcard.com. So there's there's three alternatives there that we know of. Um, I just wanted to throw that in because it did come up here right at the very beginning. And uh, like I said, I'll be getting that... We'll be getting that PayPal link off our site very soon and trying to use one of these other ones to uh, uh, to replace that with. So anyway, let's go further. The notion that these elitists merely want to slow population growth in order to improve health is a complete misnomer. Slowing the growth of the world's population while also improving its health are two irreconcilable concepts to the elite. Stabilizing world population is a natural byproduct of higher living standards, as been proven by the stabilization of the population in the West. Elitists like David Rockefeller have no interest in slowing the growth of world population by natural methods. Their agenda is firmly rooted in the pseudoscience of eugenics, which is all about culling or killing the surplus population via draconian methods. Now, where do we see one of the most obvious examples of this in the last hundred years? Well, Hitler. Hitler had eugenicists. He had, you know, the whole nine yards. He was trying to build what they call the fifth root race, which was the Aryan, the perfect Aryan man, the blonde-haired, blue-eyed, Nordic man that would get us more back to our what they termed as their our Atlantean roots when we were as gods. Isn't that what it always kind of always comes back to? The whole Garden of Eden thing where the serpent deceived Eve by saying you shall be as gods well it's the same deal just a different packaging but that's what Hitler was obsessed with and that was his justification for killing these other races that they deemed inferior the Jews being the most inferior and how did they justify that also well they justified it through Darwinism because Darwinism taught that the Jews and the black races and these types of things were more closest to the apes in other words, in the evolutionary process, the Jews and the apes were, were, were the most inferior. They were the, they were the ones lagging behind in that whole evolutionary process. So they have to be wiped out because they're, 
you know, they haven't caught up, and they're and they're. It's going to be millions of years before they catch up, and they got to be wiped out. And this was the very reason that the, that um, how they used to justify killing all those people. And so Dar- Darwinism is incredibly, incredibly dangerous stuff because of that reason, because of the justification people can arrive at. Uh, let's go further here. David Rockefeller's legacy is not derived from a well-meaning, well-meaning philanthropic urge to improve the health health in third world countries. It is born out of a Malthusian drive to eliminate the poor and those deemed racially inferior, using the justification of social Darwinism. Again, all these things work hand in glove together that these occultists are using. As is documented in the Alex Jones film Endgame, Rockefeller's father, John D. Rockefeller, exported eugenics to Germany from its origins in Britain by bankrolling the Kaiser Wilhelm Institute, which later would form the central pillar of the Third Reich's ideology of the Nazi super race. After the fall of the Nazis, top German eugenicists were protected by the Allies as the victorious parties fought over who would enjoy their expertise in the post-World War. Isn't that kind of sick? You would think that we would have went in there and imprisoned all these guys that were taking these, like in Auschwitz, they would they would take people and do all these horrific experiments on them. They would take twins and they would do all these horrific experiments on them. These sick, twisted, perverted, you, you can't even imagine the debauchery of these top eugenicist doctors, devils in white lab coats that they were doing to all these people in these concentration camps. No, 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 we didn't imprison them. We didn't kill them for their crimes against humanity. No, we fought over them. We fought over them. That's what we did. And through Project Paperclip, it's well known, look it up on the internet, we got them out of there. We got them out of Germany, and they suffered, you know, for the most part, uh, they, they came over to America and to different parts of the world, and we took them, we changed their names, and some of them went up into Canada and worked for a while, and some of them came to the United States, and we took their rocket scientists and these eugenicists, and we we brought them over here so we could have their expertise. I mean, that's, that's pretty satanic there. As Dr. Lynn Horowitz writes, in the 1950s, the Rockefellers reorganized the U.S. eugenics movement in their own family offices, with spin-off population control and abortion groups. The Eugenics Society changed its name to the Society for the Study of Social Biology, its current name. The Rockefeller Foundation had long financed the eugenics movement in England, apparently repaying Britain for the fact that British capital and an Englishman partner had started old John D. Rockefeller had started old John D. Rockefeller out of his oil trust. In the 1960s, the Eugenics Society in England adopted what they call crypto-eugenics, stating in their official reports that they would do eugenics through means and instruments not labeled as eugenics. So in other words, they were trying to go underground with it. With support of the Rockefellers, the Eugenics Society of England set up a subcommittee called the International Planned Parenthood Federation, which for 12 years had no other address than the eugenics society, meaning they were all together. It's all about population reduction and control. This, then, is the private international apparatus which has been set up worldwide for a global holocaust under the United Nations flag. Again, here we go with the UN. And here we go with their with their ties to Planned Parenthood as well. 
Uh, it's nothing more than their organizations that they've set up to kill us all. Basically is all it is. Now, that's just a little bit of that report. It's a real long report. If you want to get the full history of what we just started talking about, I give you the link. You can click on it, and it'll load your boat regarding that subject. Now, having said that, and having said a lot of these things in previous studies, let's get it right into some modern-day things that they're doing that I wasn't even fully aware of to cull the population. Uh, This first article is Media Pushes Brain-Eating Vaccine Nanotech Injection Lobotomy. The establishment... I know it's a nice little whimsical title there, but uh, anyway, the establishment media and the scientific dictatorship are promoting brain-eating vaccines that virtually lobotomize people and rewire their brains into a state of subservient compliance so that their natural instinct to get angry and rebel against tyranny being imposed upon them is totally extinguished. It's exactly what they want. A bunch of drone automatons walking around with no will or no urge to fight anything. And I mean, you know, this this is exactly the type of society that they wanted to create. You look at George Orwell, 1984. This is what they want to create. And this is what they are creating, unfortunately. Uh, the Daily Mail reports, academics say that they are close to developing the first vaccine for stress. A single jab that would help us relax without slowing down. The vaccination will essentially rewire the brain neurons and alter brain chemistry in order to produce a state of calmness. With a vaccination like this being promoted, it would seem that scientists believe that the otherwise universally shared brain functions of all living things like stress, fear, anger need to be controlled in a reasonable manner in order to stop something from budding from a pent-up negative emotions. With antidepressants and sedatives being widely prescribed in unimaginable numbers every month, evidently this is the next progression. See, Satan's never satisfied with whatever he might have on in any given particular day. He's always going to want to go further, and he's always trying to defile humanity in any way, shape, and form. Pharmakia which is the root word for sorcery, is one of the main ways he's been doing it. But now we're going to progress into the whole vaccine. And again, if you follow this ministry at all, you know that ever since I've started, one of the main things I've emphasized is the vaccinations, how the vaccinations will be used to kill, control, decimate humanity. And they're not about getting people better. They're they're about satanic agendas, is what they're about. And... Um, I got into this a lot on the avian flu presentation that I did, uh, which you can access up on the uh, YouTube. If you go up to YouTube and you key in Scott Johnson or Dr. Scott Johnson and then key in avian flu, you can actually see the actual presentation I did through the Prophecy Club. And also I have an online presentation with PowerPoint that you can see. Either one, I'll give you, the, I'll give you a really good education on the vaccination issues as well. So what exactly is a lobotomy? Essentially, a lobotomy is a surgical procedure focusing on the frontal lobe of the brain that often results in personality changes. In order for the new vaccine to make a permanent change in brain chemistry in a human, a chemical lobotomy would have to occur by the vaccine eating small parts of the frontal lobe of the brain. See, this vaccine is going to target certain parts of the frontal lobe of your brain. 
and then deteriorating the parts that control those emotions. That's how these vaccines work. As of August 3rd, 2010, Google Trends reported a massive surge on the search for the subject, reporting the term to be, quote, volcanic, in reference to the amount of search queries that it garners. So, people are starting to kind of wake up regarding this, uh, and again, this is one of the reasons I really believe there's been a lot of talk lately about shutting down the internet, or some reason that they could use to totally shut down the internet, and basically control it, take down all these sites at the same time. So, what I'm telling you right now is this might be the last week you may ever hear me, if you're hearing this. There's no guarantee I'll have another week or or Alex Jones or any of these people that are exposing this is going to have another week. I mean, to me, the, the information's getting to the point where it's so flagrant, so obvious, I, I would have a hard time believing that they would permit this to keep going on. Uh, again, the Lord Jesus Christ is on the throne. He's in control. But... I see the where the Bible talks about the night cometh when no man can work. I see that fastly approaching. So these are things that you don't want to just kind of be lackadaisical and getting yourself educated on because uh, literally this could be upon us very soon. And if you're not educated on the subject and you think the vaccines are good or family members that you know of think that our vaccines are good, they literally may be signing their death warrant by doing this. Because they're, they're going to be using more and more DNA-tainted vaccines, and we're going to discuss that next. Which, um, you know, you start altering someone's DNA, and what they're trying to do is literally make you into a transhumanistic being. Which is what they would term as something that was post-human. Not all human. I mean, if you've got part whatever DNA in you and part human DNA, uh, it's not a good scenario. And how that would affect someone's ability to actually get saved, I really don't know. But I don't want to find out. I don't want to find out. And I'm not going to find out. And so, um, this is something where, you know, the Bible says, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. What was the main thing going on in Noah's day? Corruption of our DNA. Why? Because the sons of man saw their daughters of, of men, the sons of God saw the daughters of men that they were fair, they took them wives all that they chose, and in those days were giants. Or Nephilim which are the fallen ones, which are these hybrid, half-human, half-fallen angelic creatures. So what was going on in that day? They were defiling the DNA of mankind. Well, Jesus said that as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. They're trying to do the same thing now. Um, And I think one of the main ways they're going to try to do this is absolutely 100% through this tainted DNA in these vaccinations. And they're, they're coming out now and absolutely admitting it that they're going to be um, doing this. So we're going to watch a clip now, or not watch, but we're going to listen to a clip from, um, I believe, Alex Jones and them talking about this particular subject. My friends, please pay attention to the information I'm about to cover and research the links that we'll post below this video so that you understand none of this is my opinion, it is fact. This issue is the most important issue going on in the world, scientific tyranny. I've read literally hundreds of government white papers and documents and books like Ecoscience, where the White House science czar talks about forcibly drugging the water to dumb you down and sterilize you. But now, they're in the New York Times and Time Magazine and everywhere, and all the major medical journals, promoting not only drugging the water with lithium, 
which, by the way, they're already doing, but now they're announcing it, to make you servile. But now they are admitting that they plan to deploy something I learned about a decade ago, hundreds of different vaccines. They're really biological re-engineering live viruses that they inject into your body, and the live viruses go in and attack your brain. And they claim, oh, it's to stop drug addiction. Those same receptor sites that pick up opiates and nicotine and alcohol pick up your normal endorphins. It's part of being a normal human being. Those drugs mimic that. And the viruses attack those receptor sites and kill them and create dead tissue. It is a vaccine-induced live virus lobotomy. Now they're coming out and saying the American people and the people of the world are sick. And major medical journals are saying we need to give everybody these shots to make them feel better, to stop having anxiety, to stop being angry. In other words, to take away your instinct for self-preservation, your will to survive, to make you accept all the bad things that are happening, to turn you into a biological android, a type of zombie. You cannot make this up. Please send this video to everyone you know. For God's sakes, understand how serious this is. This is a global scientific corporate takeover of life itself. The globalists aren't just re-engineering corn and wheat and every other major crop and engineering sterilants into them. Suddenly, all over the news, they're promoting lithium and Prozac and other drugs in the water. Head bioethicist at Cambridge, they're the people that advise and set medical policy for doctors are announcing they want to force drug you, and they're calling it cognitive enhancement. I've got a CBS news piece where they say that mercury helps your intelligence, when everyone knows it causes brain damage. Mercury-containing vaccines may help, not harm kids, according to two new studies in the journal Pediatrics. So when they say cognitive enhancement, they mean cognitive brain damage. They mean taking your essence, literally your psyche, who you are away. And they sit up there saying, well, if we put Prozac in the water, it'll cut suicide. When it's admitted that Prozac on its insert can cause suicide. Now, just so you know, as I'm watching this, I'm watching all the, he's speaking these things. And in the background, he's either showing searches that they've done that confirmed what he's saying, scientific studies, or like in that particular case, they showed the insert for Prozac and highlighted the very part. So, again, this isn't Alex's opinion or my opinion, this is all based in fact, every bit of what we're going over today. And we could go much further to confirm any particular given subject, but for time, the, the sake of time, we kind of have to keep it, you know, moving so that we can cover a lot of bases. So let's go further. We have mainstream news articles that have just come out in the last few days in England where people have a tenfold increase in convulsions and they develop epilepsy after the flu shot. I talked to top scientists who studied the flu shot last year and found bizarre viral RNA in it that deals with the brain. I've had top brain surgeons on, like Dr. Russell Blaylock, to talk about this. And the government documents that he's read, how this is part of a eugenics population control program. I mean, here it is. London Telegraph. Flu jab linked to fits and under fives.
brain surgeons on, like Dr. Russell Blaylock, to talk about this, and the government documents that he's read, how this is part of a eugenics population control program. I mean, here it is. London Telegraph. Flu jab linked to fits and under fives. Okay, sorry, we had a little technical difficulty there. There's a lot of... Um, up on YouTube, there's been a real heavy effort by YouTube to stop these videos from being played uh, on a lot of different levels. I know people that have told me that there's they try to play these videos, particularly these ones on the food supply that Alex Jones just came out with, and they can't do it. They're not playing. And again, we're having technical difficulties just trying to get you this one audio played. So let's go further. Hopefully this won't do it again, and we'll see... Uh, We'll learn some more here. Not to give children 110,000 in England or five the shot because they had convulsions at 10 times the regular rate. Lindsay Lohan isn't what matters. Mel Gibson isn't what matters. The Depression doesn't even matter. War with Iran is not even that important. Compared to a medical dictatorship and under the National Health Service in England, and now National Health Care in the U.S., they're slashing regular health care like cancer surgery, having a broken leg fixed, and converting it over to psychiatry, and this biological warfare, or biopsychiatry, where they say, don't worry about drugs anymore for your depression, we're going to give you a shot that alters your brain by viruses literally attacking your brain, and they're rolling it out in public trials, over a hundred of these vaccines right now, and they're clearly spiking other vaccines with it. If you love your children, if you love your family, you've got to realize this is a creeping, scientific, incremental, soft-kill system. Let's go over some of these articles. Jab that could put a stop to stress without slowing us down. And it says they're going to make humans better. They've re-engineered potatoes and corn. Why not just re-engineer humans? And they quote uh, all these major medical journals saying how great it is and they say, this could change society, the professor said. And they have a government-funded Stanford team with these neuroprotective viruses. And this particular vaccine, one of hundreds, is a live herpes virus engineered to only eat certain key brain tissue. What's wrong? Nothing, nothing real. Now, that's from a clip from some movie. I'm not really sure what movie it is, but it shows a guy open his opening, it looks to be his medicine cabinet, and the medicine cabinet, as soon as he opens the door, some computer is interacting with him saying, how are you doing? What are you doing? And he says, oh, nothing. I just think I need something stronger. So in other words, he's going to his medicine cabinet in order to cope with life. And the thing about drugs are, and that's not talking about these vaccinations that they're talking about, but the thing is about drugs is, is if you take something like Prozac or Paxil or whatever for depression, you only have so many receptors for that particular drug in the body. And what will end up happening is you'll either have to start taking more of that particular drug or switch medications or take another medication in order to get the same effect. That's how drugs are. That's why all drugs become habit-forming, pretty much. Um, most of the drugs that we take work in that particular way, and these receptor sites get clogged. you got to take more to get the same effect. The more you take of the drug, the more side effects you get. 
The more side effects you get, the more other drugs you have to take to counteract those side effects. But those drugs have side effects as well. It never ends. Well, they don't want it to end. They want to get everybody as literally walking around as drug addicts. They want to get everybody involved in the realm of pharmacia, which is nothing more than sorcery. And when you start altering brain chemistry, you can't really say that that is from God, particularly if you're doing it in a medication drug standpoint. Now, I understand there are certain examples in emergency medicine where, you know, you know, painkillers and things like that. The problem is, is if you start doing that day in, day out, and it becomes an addictive pattern, that's when you really jump into the realm of pharmacia, and then you're dealing with an addictive pattern. And I've seen it many, many times, particularly with the drug OxyContin. And these, some of these medications are harder to get off than heroin. I've seen many patients that have gotten hooked on these things, and um, it absolutely 100% changes them. And I mean, they'll do anything and everything to get that drug, no matter what. They will lie, beg, borrow, and steal to get that drug. I've seen it happen to people literally overnight. And I really believe it happens more from the spiritual standpoint as well, because you have no idea when you're taking these drugs what kind of demonic thing you may be taking on yourself, what kind of curse you literally may be bringing on yourself. And if the root word for pharmacia, which is the root word for pharmacy or pharmaceutical, is sorcery, how can we say that there's not a demonic component? How can we say that? Because we really don't know the full extent of that, but I guarantee you there is one there. So let's go further here. They're just rolling it out. This isn't like some uh, drug that they give people for a decade that causes hundreds of thousands of women to have deformed children. This isn't some drug that just makes one person, you know, have a heart attack. All these other recall drugs, these aren't even drugs. These are genetically engineered nanotech viruses that go in and turn you into a servile biological android. Do you understand? The vaccines that they're rolling out are live virus bioweapons that re-engineer your brain. You've seen the reports where all over the world, Asia, Africa, Latin America, Central Asia, they give children UN-sanctioned polio shots, and the children come down with weaponized polio and die. And the government admits, oh, it was an accident with that vaccine. People are now waking up to the fact that the vaccines are causing convulsions and brain damage and cancer. And so what's their answer? They're coming out and saying, don't worry. Instead of a shot, have a banana. They're coming out, Nobel laureate scientist defines future vaccines as food. They're pharmacological crops that grow the live virus, whether it gives you cancer or gives you polio or literally since viruses in to eat parts of your brain, it's all being done. Bill Gates is coming out with a biologically engineered mosquito to forcibly deliver vaccines to you. Uh, there's new drug discovery going on. Our foundation is back the vaccine that's going into phase three trial that starts in a couple months. And that should save over two thirds of the lives if it's effective. Most sickened. That particular vaccine that he's talking about was a vaccine that was actually delivered via mosquitoes, which is how malaria spread as well. And if you think you're going to trust Bill Gates for anything, who is absolutely 100% bent on population reduction, you know, it's a very, very bad scenario. But this is what, this is how macabre things are getting. 
And again, it's, it's a very good reason also to, whenever possible, try to eat organic. Because it's just, you, we really don't know what they're doing to the food supply anymore. With the crops that they're growing and things that they're doing. Um, I know that it's going to get worse and worse and worse. And these are things that we can pray about too regarding, you know, when you pray, praying that the Lord truly bless and sanctify the food that you're eating. Because I'm not saying God can't undo a lot of this stuff, but... Whenever we have the opportunity, making sure that we're eating as pure a food as possible it is also something else that we can do as well. Let's go further. Over and over again, they claim, oh, it's to make you not depressed anymore. All of you have problems. You shouldn't be upset about things. And we're meant to get upset at a biological level and say no to this tyranny. And so they're coming out saying, oh, we're going to re-engineer your brain, cognitive enhancements. We're going to help you. The mercury's helping your brain on newscasts all over the country. Oh, the convulsions are helping you. Oh, lithium, a toxic metal that they want to put in the water, it's helping you. You're the- now, mercury, as he brought up, mercury totally attacks uh, the brain cells, particularly what they call the dendrites of the brain. And um, I've seen videos in mercury-free dentistry where they show what mercury does to a brain cell, a dendrite, and it literally uh, destroys it almost instantaneously. And so we're, we're, we're just being exposed to a lot of really, really toxic stuff that is uh, adversely affecting our brain and our mental processes. I'm going to feel much better after all of this is done. What's wrong? They're not coming for us. They're already here. We're in danger. Many of you who have a child who seems to be dumbed down and isn't as smart as anybody else in your family and something's wrong with them. It's the vaccines. It's the GMO food. Many of you who had an 18-month-old baby who was healthy and happy, they take that third round of shots. They have a convulsion that night and they never talk again. They're turning you into servile minions who will do whatever you're told and who can't get angry and can't resist. Why do they... Now, it's a proven fact that autism, which was virtually unheard of before the modern-day advent of vaccines typically will occur after you get a particular uh, set of shots. Uh, the, the little baby or infant or child's body has an ability to deal with toxins, but many times it'll get to a point where you get one particular shot after you've already had been exposed to a lot of other poisons. And what ends up happening is, is, is that's when the autism is triggered. They can't take anymore. And it has this reaction, and this is what creates autism. And, I mean, there's little support groups all around the country for parents that have autistic children. And if you poll those parents, typically the scenario that you see is the autism occurred very, very quickly after a shot was given. I've talked to many people. Wendy Callahan, um, who has a website, that's what happened to her her children. Uh, Her one child started the seizures on the way down in the elevator from the doctor's office where she got the shots. And so it's not a theory. It's not conjecture. It's fact. The the shots caught... I mean, this is criminal. And yet people that are the ones that are exposing it are the ones looked at like, we're the ones in the wrong. Or we're the ones that are the crackpots many of the time, much of the time. But it does seem as though that trend seems to be changing whereas people are getting more educated regarding the subject. They want lithium in the water. They admit to make you submit. What does sodium fluoride and all the studies do? Make you submit. 
And what do these vaccines do? They make you passive. They make you unable to get angry. Anger is a propulsion system to make you stand up for your species. This is a hostile corporate takeover of the very genetic code of not just the plants and animals, but humanity itself. It is the, the Bible says, be ye angry and sin not. So anger, I've found that if you channel that into prayer, and I don't mean praying for the, you know, kill your enemies, but I mean channeling your righteous indignation, which is an attribute of God, into prayer. I don't know of any other way to pray where you will move the hand of God more than that. Now, granted, I know there's a lot of things you can do to get your prayers hindered, but I'm talking, if you were right with God, praying with righteous indignation over a righteous particular subject that would anger God as well as you, then I many times see the hand of God move. And if they can turn us into passive, docile, little whatevers, then there's not going to be a whole lot of that prayer going up, and Satan knows that. That's just another angle that that I think um, we can look at most diabolical, covert operation ever seen. And now these people are out in the open. It's admitted. Do you understand? It's admitted. They want to make these shots mandatory in public schools to make you servile. Oh, but you don't want to become addicted to drugs. What do you think drugs mimic? They mimic natural chemicals in the brain that stir creativity and anger and love and everything else. It's those key receptors. They're literally going for the soul of man that is in the beautiful, detailed, complex computer that is the human mind. This is a hack against the human mind, a hack against the human soul, and we must stand up and resist it. They realize there's a worldwide revolt against this technocracy, against dehumanization. You need to become educated on these facts and join the resistance against this scientific dictatorship. Now is the time to realize that history is taking place right now, that we're living in the 21st century, and a scientific tyranny has taken over. If we are successful in defeating these people, Historians will look back on this time as the greatest covert genocide in history. They will look back on it as the ultimate example of pure evil and corruption, this creeping death. Now, I've warned the public, and I will continue to detail what's happening. In areas where lithium and trace amounts is in the drinking water, there seems to be a lower level of suicidality. And in the Texas counties that we're studying, there's actually lower climate. Now these enemies come out and talk in their simpering, lisping tones real softly to, to coax you and, 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 and to advertise all this death and dehumanization as if it's good. The theory is that very low or trace amounts of lithium enhance connectivity between neurons. And doing that over the course of a lifetime, the lifetime exposure makes the brain more healthy. Uh, anyway, that what you're hearing there... And that's the end of the, of the clip that I wanted to play for you, is this, again, this real lisping, wimpy uh, medical doctor in his white lab coat. And you're literally seeing him behind and in front is scrolling all this stuff about how um, lithium needs to be in the water supply and how it makes our brain happy and these types of things. And again, you know, uh, this is the type of propaganda that's being put out there to brainwash us on so many different levels. So... Uh, Let's go further here. Now I want to... Actually, we're going to go to the next clip next. Okay, so let's go to our next article here. It's entitled, Army Plans 
DNA blasting vaccines for mass inoculations during time of emergency. DNA vaccines are still untested and unsafe. Uh, all I need to know if it's DNA-based to know it's unsafe. But it goes on to say, but the Army is working to develop a new class of inoculations that can be rapidly developed and rapidly delivered to servicemen and civilians alike during times of outbreak or emergency. Now, understand, they always implement it on the, on the armed forces before they implement it on the civilian population. There was an executive order that Clinton passed while in office that I go over on the uh, avian flu presentation I did that I mentioned. And, um, in fact, I give you a link to that in, within this uh, PDF. And I'll, I will post this PDF, like I always do, in conjunction with the teaching up on contendingfortruth.com. Uh, it'll be about a 19-page PDF. But in that executive order uh, that, was, that was passed, servicemen have absolutely have to basically take whatever vaccine is given to them, and they don't have any right to even question the military what is in the vaccine. So... They always implemented on the military first, and then they implemented on the, the civilian population later. Going back to the article, it says the approach would utilize, this is this DNA vaccine, would utilize a gas-powered gene gun to blast multi-agent DNA vaccines directly into the cells without the use of needles, and then stimulate the dosage with electroporation, which is a technique the Army intends to become non-invasive, but it currently involves surgical exposure to the muscle tissue. The mild shock can cause pain and tissue damage. For gene gun delivery, DNA vaccines are coated onto microscopic gold beads and are deposited into the skin by gas propulsion. Intramuscular electroporation involves injecting the DNA and then quickly applying short electrical bursts to the delivery site. Electroporation has been found to greatly improve immune responses to DNA vaccines as compared to an injection alone. It allows for the delivery of also larger quantities of foreign DNA. I added the foreign part in, but it is, it's not our DNA. Foreign DNA into a single dose, making it suitable for a multi-agent vaccine delivery system, meaning they can deliver multiple vaccines at once. Central to the scheme is the combination of multiple vaccine agents. The Army is testing a vaccine delivery applicator that in the end must demonstrate the combination of at least three DNA vaccines in order to be of even interest to the military. This indicates the likelihood that a number of vaccines given to troops and the public would increase a greater degree of medication to meet a growing threat from genetically engineered biological agents in pandemics. And it's ironic because they're the ones developing the biological agents in pandemics. So, in other words, they create the problem, and then they give you the solution. Cause and effect. It's the whole Hegelian dialectic. So, let's go further. And then what I do is I give you a link here to this article, a couple different articles regarding that subject, and then also my my teaching I did on transhumanism, vaccines, DNA, and corrupting the seed of mankind. So you can listen to that as well. Next article. Academics say they are close to developing the first vaccine to pacify people in a single jab. While in other circles, the military plans to inject troops with gas-propelled electrocharged DNA. We just talked about that. Dr. Robert Sapolsky professor of neuroscience at Stanford in California, believes it is possible to alter brain chemistry 
to create a state of, quote, focused calm. Professor Sapolsky claims he is on the path to a genetically engineered formula that would remove the need for human beings to feel threatened. Like, that's not something we need. It would leave you fresher and ready to deal with another threat. So you can maintain your drive, but with more focus calm rather than a bad temper and digestion. I guess as they herd you into the death camps, you'll, you'll feel fresher going to your death. Going further, it said this could change society. Professor Sapolsky's preparatory work was published last October by the U.S. National Institutes of Health. And then I give you a couple more links here. Our population's being primed for micro nano for nanomicrochips inside the vaccines. Now, this is another angle that we haven't discussed today, but we know that Hitachi admitted years back that they have what they call a microchip dust that could literally be put in any vaccine, and you wouldn't even know you're getting it. And they're microchips in a dust form. They've got them so small now that you cannot see them with the naked eye. How do you know that they're not already doing that? I mean, they know that we know they want to microchip everybody, right? We know they want to corrupt our DNA. Well, you could, you could kill two birds with one stone. You could kill 20 birds with one stone with vaccines on, on the levels of being able to defile us through, you know, mercury and formaldehyde and foreign DNA. And uh, then they corrupt DNA with, um, in so many different ways, the, these vaccinations, and we went over this in times past, now they have the ability to actually put microchips in them. They've also got the ability to put microchips at the tip of the needles at the end stage of quality control, and you don't even know you're getting injected with a microchip. So... Again, do I think this is the mark of the beast? No, I don't think it's the mark of the beast because the mark of the beast, you, you won't be able to buy, sell, or trade without it, and obviously that's not the case here. But it's not something I would ever even consider getting, that's for sure. I mean, in light of just what we've discussed so far, could you possibly trust them? I give you also then the link to my presentation I did on avian flu, population control, H1N1, and biological warfare. You can uh, go watch that. Now, the next one is Alex's uh, two short videos on, it's called Food, the Ultimate Secret Exposed. The adulteration of the planet's staple crops, genetically altered species, and intentionally altered water, food, and air all amount to a eugenics operation to weaken the masses and to kill them off and to achieve full-spectrum domination. People the world over, but especially in the United States, are under chemical attack. Deadly and dangerous toxins ranging from aspartame to fluoride to GMOs to mercury-tainted everything, pesticides, cross-species chimeras, which are like nephilim essentially in some ways, plastic compounds in chickens, high-fructose corn syrup, cloned meat, bovine recumbent growth hormone, and a new aggressive genetically modified species of salmon have all entered our diets and environments whether we like it or not. Many of these substances knowingly cause and are linked with sterility, low birth rate, miscarriages, smaller or deformed offspring, organ failure, cancer, brain tumors, and death itself. What you don't know about what is on your grocery shelves can hurt you and is hurting you. The evidence demonstrates the deliberate criminal poisoning of the food and water supply. Oh, and let me just read you a few Bible verses relating this, relating to this subject that we're talking about today. The Bible says in Proverbs 18.2 that a fool hath no delight in understanding. So, somebody that is presented with just 
inarguable facts and overwhelming evidence. If they don't, if he's a fool, he's going to have no delight in understanding any of it. He doesn't care. He doesn't want to know. He wants to bury his head in the sand. Proverbs 18.13 says, He that answereth the matter before he heareth it, it is a folly and a shame unto him. That's what most people will do when you bring up the subject. They have this preconceived notion in their head, and they answer the matter in their head before they've even heard it. And it's a folly and a shame unto him. Uh, many times I think that's also rooted in pride. Pride goeth before a fall and a haughty spirit before destruction. You know, pride blinds you to the truth. If, you, if you're all puffed up and proud, you know, <laughs> the truth that you're going to receive is going to literally be cut off because you know it all. So why bother telling you anything? Because you know it all, right? Well, he that answereth the matter before he heareth it, it is a folly and a shame on him. Galatians 4.16, which is what you get into when you try to educate people about this, says, am I therefore become your enemy because I tell you the truth? Well, most of the time in today's day and age, if you tell somebody the truth, they become your enemy. Because they don't want to hear what you're giving them. It makes them uncomfortable. It doesn't go along with their brainwashed paradigm. Now, I'm not saying that I'm the purveyor of all truth. But this stuff that we're talking about today, it's not a matter of my opinion. It's a matter of fact. And it's becoming more and more blatantly obvious. My job is easier and easier every week because they're becoming so flagrant in their agenda, they're not even really trying to hide it anymore. So... Again, the Bible predicts it was going to be this way. It says, evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse. 2 Timothy 3.13 Evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse. The word wax means grow. Deceiving and being deceived. So, there's all these people, particularly in the corporate media, particularly in the pharmaceutical companies, in the New World Order, One World Government, they are deceiving humanity. And they themselves are deceived. They think they're on the winning side. They think that because they're serving Satan and they're killing off and calling the masses, that they're on the winning side. And they themselves are deluded and deceived. They don't even have a clue. And, you know, unfortunately it's the day and time we're living in. So we're going to go to this video next here. Okay, we're going to go ahead and start this video now. So the information that you are about to witness from all of my years of research, is the most important. It's been hidden in plain view the entire time. This is the ultimate secret that's about to be exposed. I have hundreds of government documents, textbooks, white papers, where for over 80 years, the elite of the Western world have talked about adulterating Okay, I'm reading a quote here on the video from Bertrand Russell on the impact of science and society from 1953. He says, diet, injections, and injunctions will combine from a very early age to produce the sort of character the authorities consider desirable. See, they want to mold you into their, their coming global citizen. You either are going to submit to them or die, is, is essentially how... The um, globalists look at us, the sheeple people, okay, which is what they, they literally think of us as, okay, useless eaters. And Bertrand Russell, another quote that I quoted from him at the start of that Avion Flu presentation, I give you that link in the, in the PDF, was where he said, if we were able to engineer a black death that we would release upon humanity 
every so often, so many generations, then humanity could procreate freely, and those that were of a religious persuasion, there would be nothing in that to offend them. Meaning, if you were a Christian and you didn't understand that this black plague was from these globalists, they had engineered it, if you didn't understand that, you would just think, hey, well, we had this plague happen to us and it was just a it was just a terrible thing and it happened, but you there'd be nothing in that to really offend you. What are that what are they trying to say? They're trying to say that we want to trick you and make you think that this is just, you know, maybe it's just the hand of God. You know, and, and, and we have nothing to do with it. But in reality they were the ones that engineered it. But they're like cockroaches. They want to they want to hide in darkness and they don't want their agenda to be exposed. Bertrand Russell being one of the main devils that would ever prepare. I mean, this picture of him, you should just see the arrogance and pride. I can't even hardly stand to look at his picture, it's so bad. But he's one of the worst. Anyway, let's go further. Being food and water to sicken and sterilize the population for the purpose of eugenics. It's all covered in the book Eco-Science, written by the White House science czar John P. Holton, where they talk about a planetary police state to carry out the forced sterilization. They also talk about covert systems in the water and food to sterilize the population. Now, this was written decades ago, before he was White House science czar. Now, suddenly, the stuff in this book is all over the news. They're selling it to the public as if it's a good thing. You see here before you what an average person would buy when they went shopping at the store. Not everything here is bad for you, but much of it has compounds and artificial chemicals that have been added that are extremely toxic and bad for your health. Now, he's got a whole bunch of basically regular groceries you would buy at a grocery store in front of him. Now, I would go so far as to say... Just about everything I've seen would have some level of toxic component to it that maybe he's not even aware of. Um, but he's talking about the real hardcore stuff that where they're trying to kill us off. But anyway, I just wanted to kind of clarify that. And they have known this the entire time, and they have approved them for use. Let's start with aspartame. Or NutraSweet. Or amino sweet now. You cannot go to the grocery store now and buy any type of even regular sugar gum that hasn't had aspartame added to it. In the 1970s, Searle tried to get it approved, and they couldn't. It took them three separate times. Because in their own studies with monkeys, large portions of them that were fed it died and contracted cancer. Now we have mainstream news articles, and the EU has done a major study, finding lower birth weights, early birth and, yes, miscarriages from women that drink aspartame-laden soft drinks like Coke Zero. What is aspartame? It is the fecal matter of the E. coli bacteria. They took it and genetically engineered it. They can feed it toxic waste, and then it defecates aspartame. And it has so many bad health effects, it's just unspeakable. Aspartame also is a neurotoxin. It converts into uh, wood alcohol in the body, which is highly toxic. Formaldehyde, which is embalming fluid. I'm not making this up. It, literally, these are the compounds it breaks into in the human body. And formic acid, which is essentially ant sting poison. I was addicted to NutraSweet at one time. 
and um, before I was saved and, and when I was going to chiropractic college. And what it did is it tricked my body into thinking I was getting carbohydrates. This is what aspartame does. They put it in the diet soft drinks and in the gum, not only to kill you because it's a neurotoxin, but they know it's addictive. It tricks your body into thinking it's getting carbohydrates. And when the body then, when the brain realizes, hey, that wasn't a carbohydrate, it craves more carbohydrates. And then you eat more, you, you eat more NutraSweet. And this is why people get addicted to diet products. I mean, personally, I haven't even had anything diet in years. But the times that I have tasted things that are of a diet origin, I thought the taste was really gross. But you get addicted to it. And just like a lot of people uh, are offended by smoking, um, you know, uh, they think that's gross. Well, the thing is, is once you're a smoker, though, it's not gross anymore. You're addicted to it. And NutraSweet is no different. Donald Rumsfeld was the one through Searle that got that through. And they essentially, they tried to ram it through the courts the first time. The judge was essentially, I guess, an honest person and saw that this was just pure death. And he didn't approve it. So what then they did is they, they, they redid it and they bought off the judges and the jury and they got this stuff railroaded through. It's the only reason it was ever approved for human consumption. It's purely a depopulation tool. It's purely something to get you addicted to it. It's a neurotoxin. It causes seizures, cancer, you name it. This stuff is pure death. You should not be putting it in your body. Yet, you go to the, the uh, stores now, and if you go into the candy aisle, there's I, don't, I couldn't find one pack of gum that didn't have it in it anymore. They've replaced sugar. Sugar in and of itself is not good. Okay, White bleach sugar is not good. But compared to NutraSweet and sucralose and all these other things they're doing to the food supply now, it doesn't even compare. It's so much more toxic. Okay, let me give you just a little more education on aspartame or NutraSweet. And now I believe they're calling it AminoSweet. They're trying to change the name so people aren't thinking it's death in a package anymore. Aspartame was not approved until 1981 in dry foods. For over eight years, the FDA refused to approve it because of the seizures and brain tumors this drug produced in lab animals. The FDA continued to refuse to approve it until President Reagan took office, who was a friend of Searle, and fired the FDA commissioner who wouldn't approve it. Now, again, people say, oh, Reagan, Reagan, whatever. Okay? I'm telling you, you don't get to that position in government unless you've sold out. Dr. Arthur Hull Hayes was appointed as the commissioner at that point. Even then, there was so much opposition to approval that a board of inquiry was set up. The board said, do not approve aspartame. Dr. Hayes overruled his own board inquiry. Inquiry, Methanol, which is a.k.a. wood alcohol, a poison, which is 10% of aspartame, is a deadly poison. The absorption of methanol into the body is sped up consider- 